The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, let's talk about why sending an email won't make you sales. This is the number one reason most people get so disheartened when they start email marketing. But if they'd only just push over this hump, they'll actually start seeing the results they've heard that everybody else is going on about. Now, if you want to know how this applies to you, if you want to get some help, if you want to ask some questions and seek some advice and get involved, then come and hang out in our free Facebook community. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community. <laughs> Great title or what? Uh, you can just find it on Facebook. Just search for the Email Marketing Show community and you'll find a whole bunch of great training and resources and loads of great discussions about email marketing every single day. Or if you want to, open a web browser like Chrome or Safari and just type www.robandkennedy.group and it will forward you like magic over to the Facebook group. You can get there that way as well. Lovely stuff and we'll see you in there. He's constantly, consistently failed at his New Year's resolution of reading a book a week for five consecutive years, it's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he grew up helping his uncle race pigeons. It's mind reader, Kennedy. Kennedy. All I can think is you as your uncle and a pigeon standing at the start line and then belting down a track. (laughs) Honestly, your uncle's racing pigeons. It's the difference of where you put the apostrophe. My uncle's racing pigeons or my uncle's racing pigeons, isn't it? <laughs> Reminds you of that joke about how do you annoy a... What is it? A, a grammar a, a grammar warlock. Yes, what is it? What's that? How do you calm down an annoyed grammar? Um, Yeah, okay. We are here every single week helping course creators and coaches and membership site owners and to give you everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you get a notification of every week's brand new spanking episode. As you're listening to this right now, grab a screenshot of the episode that you are listening to. That'll be this one uh, on your phone or your computer or wherever you're listening to this right now on your Walkman uh, and then share it on social media. Let everybody know what you're listening to. You can tag us (laughs) at Robin Kennedy on Instagram or Twitter or anywhere else. And if you have listened to us on your Walkman, please do tell us how. That's pretty impressive. I now want to produce little cassettes with the show (laughs) on as like a lovely piece of apparel that people can use. There was a little resurgence of the the old Walkman a little while ago, wasn't there? Do you remember when people were like, oh, I found a Walkman and they started they started using them? That was... Um... If you'd like to listen to episode 74, just stick your finger in and twist it 15 times. <laughs> anyway, let's not, let's not go down that route of sticking your finger in and twisting it 15 times before we get into a different conversation. Thank you very much. Don't be picking your nose on the podcast. Right. So we're, we're talking about 
Sending an email is not going to make your sales. Of course, that was the most clickbaity way we could think of opening the podcast today. We thought, oh, we don't really do that usually. Let's give it a whirl. What we're actually talking about is the difference between sending a single email. And it's it's amazing how many people do this. And we understand that people do this. As going, I've got this new product. I've emailed my list about it. And you say, how many times did you email your list about it? And they say, well, once I told them about the... About, about the uh, about the product. And the reason that you don't make many sales if you if you if you do that is because pretty much nobody's getting a 100% open rate, which means your entire list, your entire subscribership, however large or small that might be, are not all seeing that email. But that is not the only reason why single emails do not work. Yeah, absolutely. This reminds me of a conversation that we had years ago with a client of ours called Carl. And Carl had built a list of about a thousand customers. They weren't just free subscribers. They were actually paying customers who'd all bought a product and started doing email marketing to them and was just finding that they weren't really getting much in the way of results. Like we're sending out an email and just found that actually people weren't buying the thing. And then the next week or a couple of days later, he would pick a different product. He was like promoting other people's products for an affiliate commission. And he would send out that email and again, find that, you know, maybe a couple of people bought it, but definitely not enough to make it worth having this list of a thousand, the thousand customers and the cost of storing that many subscribers and the cost of writing the email, the time writing the emails and all of that stuff. And I said, you can do one thing to change all of that is. And that is send more than one email about one product that you're promoting. Uh, Okay, great. I'll send two. No, no, no. Like send an entire week long campaign, four, five, six, seven emails or more if you want to, but over four or five, six, seven days. And the way that you're going to start to do that, obviously, is going to be start to talk about the product from different angles and different perspectives. Because as Kennedy said, there are two different things at play here. One of them is what you said, which is this fact that not everybody sees your emails. You don't get a hundred percent open rates far from it, however good you are. But also the fact that if you see a particular piece of marketing for something, that might not be the bit of marketing that catches your attention. I have to say right now, I am being advertised to like crazy by one particular marketer on YouTube. So every time I open YouTube to watch a video, I'm seeing him first. And He's got one product that he sells. It's a software solution. And I must have seen, I don't know, eight or nine different ads about it. He's not trying to attack me with one piece of messaging. And all of those ads start completely differently. It's not, and and I've been seeing them for months. So it's not like he's trying the ones to see which ones work best at this point. These ads are all working. They're just working to different people. So he's attacking it from, here's a benefit point of view. Here's a thing point of view. Here's a clickbaity point of view because one of them is more likely to grab my attention than another. And so what that means is if you only send one email, all you can do is pick the one and and think about the numbers game at play when you do it this way. You have to think, well, of all the different possible angles that I could preach this from, I'm going to pick that one Mm. and I'm going to send it out to my list. And let's say that 30% of my list open it. So let's say you've got a thousand subscribers, that's 300 people. I'm going to hope that those 300 out of the thousand people are the ones who that angle is now going to resonate with. And that's very unlikely to happen. Those two things are very unlikely to line up and just work out. And so what it's really important that you do is that you give people multiple opportunities to A, open the email, but B, resonate with what's actually in those emails. I mean, let's think about movie trailers these days. When a new film comes out at the cinema or a Netflix special or whatever, 
they don't just release one trailer for the film anymore. Like, gone are those days where it was just, here is the trailer. There's lots of different... I mean, do you remember when that film Cats came out? Which was a big... It was a big headache around the movie industry because the initial cut of the trailer, people were like, it's disgusting. I mean, Rob and I had a talk about the, that movie Cats. It had, like, Judy Dench. and had all these big names in it. But they were kind of, like, a little bit too human-like to be naked, I felt. Like, I was a bit like, it's a little bit weird. Seeing a fur, <laughs> seeing a furry Judy Dench on me screen. I'm not, I'm not sure I need to see that. Okay, so, but they did lots of different cuts of it, and the reason for that is they start differently and they have a different feel. They might focus on the more human elements of the of the story. They might they might focus on the terror or the, the jeopardy elements of the story. And this is the same thing with our email marketing. We need to build the story. Some people want to know what the ending's kind of going to be like. What's this actually, what's this film about before they'll go and see it? Some people just need to know there is a new Star Wars movie before they go and see it. Some people just need to know that it's got these actors in it. Or people need to know different things before before they'll go and watch the film. A really good same. example of uh, the Star Wars thing, by the way, is some people, again, will, as you said, will just need to know it's a Star Wars film. Some people need to know a bit more about it. Some people need to be convinced, believe it or not, Kennedy and I are two of them, to go and see that Star Wars film for the first time. Like, there's been all, however many million Star Wars episodes, their uh, films there have been so far. There's the third group of people who need to be just, you know, pulled over the edge just to say, I'm just going to give it a bash. I've never seen one before. I'm just going to have a go. Right. That, that's an even harder crowd to convince. It is, it is. And the th- thing is what's really beautiful about email marketing is each email can take a little piece of the sales justification a part of that story or highlight a different angle it could be a gain based email where it's all about the things someone's going to receive and how their life's going to be better whereas the next email could be about loss or the next one could be about social proof and all these different angles there are that you can talk about a product or a service in an email and the great news about doing it by email instead of only relying on like the sales page or the video promo or whatever it's going to be is by doing it with email you get to break up the cadence the speed the frequency with which that message is delivered if i just send you the sales page right now and it's got everything on it it's got gain it's got this idea of loss it's got this idea of social proof it's got everything on there then i'm as the viewer of that sales page going to choose which order I decide to consume that content in. But if you do this by email and each email just takes one of those things in, what it means is you get to control when they see it and how you release that information. It also means that on on this day, when and a big thing to remember with your email is that 30% of people who might be opening your emails are not the same people every day. If you've got the exact same to the button, to the number, percentage of people opening your emails every single day, the people who are within that 30% are not the same people. It's like we know for you, the, the, the number of the thousand of the thousands of people who listen to the podcast every month are not the same thousands of people. They they are different people within that number set, right? So the big thing to remember is what we don't want to do is have one single email which does the entire sales argument, which gives you the entire sales pitch for your product or service. Because that email, frankly, is going to be so long, no one is ever going to want to read it. So 
by splitting the sales message over multiple emails, what we get to do is we get to tap into different people who may be checking their email on their phone or their desktop computer on that particular day at that particular time. The subject line that day might have caught their attention. And then the content of that email may very well be the thing that they need to hear in order to make them realize this is what you've been looking for and this is what you need right now. Yeah, absolutely. So this means you get multiple different opportunities to make that sale. In fact, a really good uh, evidence of this, really good proof of this is uh, something that we found a while ago, purely by accident, we're looking at our email marketing system. We found a lady who'd recently come into our world, joined our list, got involved and was ready to start, you know, seeing what we had to offer. But this isn't in our email marketing heroes business. This is one of my businesses, which is about personal development. And uh, it took nine days worth of emails about one particular product, the first product that I promote in my email marketing engine, for her to go ahead and make that purchase. Now, there's a few different reasons for that. Uh, we noticed that a couple of the emails bounced and that kind of thing. But actually, of the, all of the emails that landed in her inbox that she didn't, that, she, that didn't bounce, there was about five of them, I think. Those five emails, some of them didn't get opened because for whatever reason she wasn't at the computer or the subject line didn't work, you know, whatever, whatever reason. Uh, some of them, she opened and read the email, but didn't click. So the email wasn't the right messaging for her. Some of them, she clicked and just didn't buy. So maybe it wasn't the right time, or she still hadn't heard enough or anything like that. And then on the ninth email over nine days, that's when she went ahead and made that purchase. So we've got to contend with, and this is another reason, we've got to contend with emails that bounce. You send one email about a product and that bounces because somebody's inbox is full or there's like 25 or 26 different reasons for bounces. But if you send that email and it bounces, you've just lost that opportunity. So your email that you sent and said, well, that didn't work, could have bounced to a small percentage of your subscribers who now can't buy. So that's another reason. Uh, so some of those emails bounced. Some of those emails were just not opened because the subject line didn't grab her attention or she was busy and you know she was asleep when that email landed and it got buried with other stuff, that kind of thing. Um, so that all of this stuff is, is something that you've got to consider about why you need to start sending more emails. And what's really interesting about this is we don't want to annoy our subscribers. Like that's the last thing we want to do. If you're following things like our daily email strategy, where we send these things called snowball emails, which we'll talk about in a second, you won't be annoying people. You'll be giving value to them. But the great news is as soon as somebody buys they stop receiving the promotions for that product. So you're not, what you don't want to do is you do not want to annoy and upset and bombard your hyper responders. As soon as they've bought the daily email strategy training from us, they get removed from that series of automations and they never hear about the daily email strategy training again. They never need to because they've got it. They're enjoying it. And you actually want to be focusing on getting them to use it and implement it and then perhaps buying the next product from you or, or getting involved in something else. So what's really important is, yes, we're going to send more emails. A single email will never sell as many of your product or service than a series of emails that slowly build up the sales argument and the sales case for your product. And then, of course, all you do is remove the person from that series as soon as they purchase the thing. So 
That's all well and good if you've got like an automation inside of your email platform, whatever it's called. It's that automated series of, of, of emails that are time delay. There's a time delay between each of them that are going to continue going out until the person buys. But of course, we do these things called snowball emails. These are the these are the emails that the day they are received is usually the day that they were sent. They're certainly being received at the same rate as everybody else. This is like your broadcast, they're called in some systems. This is that email you send today and it goes out to the people today rather than being a preset automation. So how do they fit in? Because it's arguable, Rob, that those emails themselves, because they're not usually a, a campaign particularly, they kind of are one-off emails. So how does this fit in? So the difference where we draw the, we draw the distinction there, because those emails are generally not hip-hopping, hip-hopping, skipping from one thing to the next. It's not like today we're telling you about one thing, then in a couple of days' time we tell you about something totally different, and in a couple of days' time we tell you about something totally different. In most businesses, you only have a set of core products. So maybe you've got like a cheaper product, a more expensive product, maybe you've got a coaching program and an event that you run. Like that gives you four things that you talk about. Well, the event, you're only going to talk about that for a particular period of time leading up to the event. The coaching program, maybe you just talk about that, you know, every now and then when you open a new enrollment. The product maybe is the thing you talk about most of the time. So it means that for consistent periods of time, you're going to be talking about the same thing. Like on our list, most of the time, we are sending emails about the league. So we email 365 days a year. I would say probably, guessing, probably 70% of that is talking about the league. It's only when we're doing a challenge or an event or something else that our focus changes. So what that means is we're talking about one thing for an extended period of time. Even though those emails don't neatly link together in a well-structured, well-formed campaign, because that's you know usually a shorter-term thing, if I'm emailing you about the league every day for the next three months, those emails are single snowball emails. Yes, they are single emails, but they are all working together to talk about the same thing. Where single emails fall down is if you send an email about one thing, and then the next email you send is about something else, or you send an email about something today, and it's a month before you email me about that thing again. So what you want to be doing in order to fix this is to make sure that if you want to sell something with email, you've got a program, a product, a service, something that you want to sell right now. Don't send an email about it and feel good about yourself because you sent an email and pop your I sent an email today shirt on with your I sent an email today hat and bag and think, well, that's email marketing done for this month because you just got started. You now need to make sure you send another email later that day or tomorrow and then another one the day after that. You need to send more than one email about that same thing. Otherwise, this is just not going to work. It's not going to get you the return that you want. It's not. I mean, let's just go go over that, that definition of why we call it a snowball email. Um, just, just to really clarify, the reason they're called snowball emails, the reason we use that term is because individually you throw a, you pick up a snowball and you throw it at somebody. It might miss them. It might hit them, but it might not be the thing on its own. It's not really going to have a massive impact. Okay. As long as you're not using ice balls, they're snowballs. They're very soft. Whereas together, a lot of snowballs create an avalanche. And that's the idea. On their own, they don't have much impact, but together over time, that's when they're going to have that impact. And people tend to only go into the snowballs once they've been through a bunch of automated emails. Now, it does bring the question about how do you... It, it sounds like, okay, I'm going to put a lot of this effort into creating these emails every single day or every so often, every you know few times a week and stuff like that. And the big important lesson here is you want to speed up that process. You want to make it much quicker and easier and more enjoyable to come up with ideas for those emails, to actually write those emails and get them sent. If you're laboring for an 
hour or even 40 minutes on writing one of these emails, there's no wonder you don't want to send more emails. There's no wonder you don't want to have that impact and you're dissatisfied with your email results. So that's why we created a thing called the daily email strategy, right? So the whole point of this is to speed it up so you can never run out of ideas for having what to what to write in your emails. You always have something to write about in your own voice and you always can very quickly, and I'm talking about within less than four and a half minutes a day, write these emails. And so I want to just make sure that you know where you can go and get hold of this complete strategy. This is the first time we've really made it available outside of our membership. And you can literally go and take a look at all the details about what you get. If you go to email marketing marketingheroes.com slash D-E-S. That stands for Daily Email Strategy. So it's emailmarketingheroes.com slash D-E-S, the Daily Email Strategy. And you can take a look at our Daily Email Strategy so you can go and implement it. In fact, let's now go into this week's Subject Line of the Week. Subject Line of the Week. So you've got a doozy for us because you made a boo-boo. Do you know what it is? I've been sending daily emails for I think it's five years. It may even be longer. So I've literally never missed a day apart from once. The only time I missed a day was two years ago when I was flying back from Las Vegas because of time delays and time zones and then delayed flights. I couldn't get on, on, on the internet and I couldn't send an email. And I got people emailing me to my support assistant, Eddie, saying, is Kennedy all right? Because I haven't received an email from today. Because people love the emails, right? They love these daily emails. And that was the only time I'd ever missed it. (laughs) Until New Year's Eve 2020, going into 2021, so very, very recently, it's still a little bit painful. Um, I just forgot. Like, I've never forgotten before. I know why I forgot. It's because my routine has always been Um, to get up in the morning at 5am and write my email and send it straight away. But I thought over the holidays, I'll just be a bit more flexible. Turns out it doesn't work for me. So I actually forgot. So my subject line, when I woke up at three o'clock in the morning, because I just couldn't sleep for some reason on New Year's Day, in the morning, New Year's Day. And uh, I realized, oh, I haven't I haven't sent my email yesterday. That's shocking. I felt awful. So I sent out an email with a subject line. This is yesterday's email dot, 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 today. So I, I sent that one out and I just said, oh, yesterday I totally forgot. Oh, my God. And then I went into talking about how the reason I forgot was because I was out of my routine. It's important to have routines for your business and making sure you do the same things and have the same habits and turned, of course, into a lesson. So even the bad stuff that happened, even when you forget or even when you've got nothing to say, you can turn that into email content. So the subject line is, this is yesterday's email today. And then about four hours later, they got that day's email as well. So I actually have still sent the right number of emails in 2020. Uh, <laughs> but uh, maybe one of them was at three o'clock in the morning. And I just had to think as well, well, in most of America, it's still New Year's Eve. So uh, I'm going to be allowed to get away with that, I think. Very, very cool. Love it. <laughs> That's this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Of course, if you've enjoyed this episode, and we know you have, make sure you smash the subscribe button because there's a brand new episode every single week, right? We don't forget and do it at 3am the next day, right? If it was a, a, single, a brand new episode every single week and we know how busy you are, it would be dead easy to, for you to forget. So if you subscribe on your favourite podcast player, you'll get that lovely glow of a notification every time there is a new one. And of course, you can share this episode too. 
to let more people see this email marketing goodness. Lovely stuff. Thanks for rubbing in the fact that I forgot, mate. I really appreciate that. We'll see you all next week.